Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Tom. And I'm Ben. Yes, that's right. It's just the two of us today. Uh, I expect an, an admin light intro, outro. We're going to whip crack away. Um, Listen to this episode. I mean, that's all we need Imagine. to do, really. Let's be honest. Um, right, we're here today with the Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. Uh, we talked to the supremely talented Michael Odawale uh, and got him to solve some of your beefs some of your flat problems he was good at it too what a oh astute guy he was really picking up on stuff yeah yeah just what we needed actually someone to finally come in and be astute and yeah. have some very funny answers to your problems uh, Michael Adewale is on tour we'll stick a link in the bio and we'll also stick his website and Instagram handle in there you should definitely follow him check him out live he is the definition of a class act mm. Any other, anything you, I mean, I'd love to keep this so admin light that we can say to Crosby, listen back and that's how it should be done. That's it. It's just done. We've got a gig tonight. You can come to that. We've got a gig tonight. Um, Yes, it's at the Phoenix in Oxford Circus, our spiritual home. We'll be kicking off at about half seven. So if you suddenly discover you've got a free evening, why don't you get yourself down there? We've got some incredible guests. We've got Lucy Porter and uh, the musical duo Flo and Joan, who, let's be honest, legends of the game, all three of those people. Mm. So uh, come on down. Um, It's not too late to join us, unless you're listening to this uh, when it is too late to join. (laughs) and then it's too late to join us yeah usual gubbings Uh, we've got a Patreon where we put out an extra podcast every week and there's a lovely community of listeners and if you want to get involved with that go to patreon.com forward slash I want to say puppies ah there you go Um, it's done and let's be honest that's all there is to it enjoy this episode bish bash bosh see you on the other side well if you've got a problem don't call it a problem if you've got a problem call it a beef if you've got a beef maybe we can help you beef from the sorting out your beef thanks so much for coming on the show oh thank you for having me 9 15 this is it's good to see um, <laughs> the world is up at this time did you know that yeah <laughs> there's the birds are uh, they're, they're twerping is that what they do they, they chirping yeah. oh who knew they're chirping they're twerping they're formally twittering they're xing oh they're xing oh my gosh the milkman is out i live in a very old school area the milkman uh, is, is out you know it's, yeah society is alive at this time you've woken up so early it's the 80s yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's white dog poo on the floor <laughs> now what a lot of stand-ups don't realize because they inherently lazy people who sleep in bed all morning is 9.15 is the funniest time of day that's the reason we do it this is the fun this is the this, this really? is the sweet spot right now 
Explain your working out. Explain your working out. Nine fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I've been rumbled. <laughs> I would say I think you can like sometimes you can overthink things, and the one thing you're not doing at nine fifteen is thinking too hard. You know, I think sometimes it's sort of it is a good. It sort of removes that bit of your brain that goes, "Oh, what shall I say?" And you just start talking, and out it comes. And uh, that it works for us anyway. It certainly works for us. It's actually the third podcast we've recorded already. We started at five a.m. <laughs> we're <laughs> we really, you know, we're after this. We're straight back to bed. Rouse. That's us. We're done. You're rise and grind. It's, it's cold shower. <laughs> it is, uh, and then the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's in there. We're all uh, recording live from an ice bath. <laughs> you know when Mark Wahlberg did his like day, you he yeah. explained what his day was, and it was like wakes up at two thirty a.m. to pray. That's very much us with podcasting. This is yeah, our yeah, church. Yeah. The, the, you know, we we wake up as early as we possibly can. We podcast through the best part of the day, and then when most yeah. people are just still brushing their teeth, we're back to bed. Mm. Don't forget to schedule in 15 minutes for Sea Kids. Back to the gym. That's right. Wave at children. <laughs> Pray for kids. Um, Talk about their stock options. <laughs> so, so Michael, um, what's what's your living arrangement? Are, are, you, are you are you flat sharing? Are you living on your own? What's the setup? I live with uh, my mum. Do you? So that's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's cool. Is she? Is she? You're rebranding that as cool. <laughs> yeah, as I say to her, she, we, we, my mum lives with me. Is what I say. Is what I say to girls. Oh, so, uh, so you're you're looking after her. You're looking after uh, mum. You're you're sort of. No, no, no. That's just what yeah. I say. <laughs> that immediately works, doesn't it? That's great. That's really smart stuff. <laughs> you seem very caring. You seem like a very caring person. Got my mum. Got a house plant. You know what I mean? I'm just yeah. You're nurturing. Got a Tamagotchi. You're nurturing. You know what I mean? All currently alive. <laughs> We're back in the eighties. Are you paying your way? Are you? Uh, wow, are you charging, charging your rent? <laughs> my God! It's a question as a parent. I want to know because you know what? So, listen, Tom. Tom. We're only, you know, 14 years away from this kind of situation happening, right? right? 14, 15 years away from happening. What, I want to know what, what kind of question How long is that? have you been paying? You're only one question away from paying rent. How's work? Have you got a plan B? <laughs> you've, turned into, you've turned into our parents, man. <laughs> I do pay my... That's why I say, technically, it's like a, we're flatmates. Yeah. I, do, I pay my I pay my, pay my way, pay some groceries, uh, you know... Do do some work around the house, and if I'm 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 out here. If Mum was here now, what would she say about Michael to live with? What would she say about her boy? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think she would say, oh, "What a, what a wonderful first uh, <laughs> person to live with." I mean, do I have my flaws? Yeah, sure. but you know. I inherited them from her biologically, so you can't really be <laughs> mad at it. She has to share the blame. Yeah, exactly. So she takes fifty percent of that, I think. So, but as a whole, I think I'm I think I'm a delightful person to to live with. You know. Also, I'm out a lot of the times. You know, I'm yeah. out at night. You're working. So comedian comedian schedule. In the daytime, I just tend to go to a cafe or something. So she kind of got the house to herself a lot. So, you know. I think I think overall I'd be a good person to live with. Is there like one night a week that's like uh, you know mum and son dinner night or anything like that? Do you do you make do you make time for each other or do you have very separate lives? 
Um, so Sundays, Sundays, Sundays yeah. I don't tend to gig on Sundays, so ten we'll we'll watch Premier League football. Well, I'll watch it. She'll, she'll, um, uh, she goes to a cafe. Yeah, half time. She'll ask, "Why am I not married yet?" And I'm like, "Cause I live at home with my mom. That's why." You know what I mean? So then, those kind of things. Fifteen minute. There's two important team talks going on in in the dressing room and in the living room. Uh, <laughs> that's what it's like about house that's great and what this might be straining to the slightly too personal but has it ever got awkward with maybe bringing someone home has that ever is that ah, do you know I've, I've, I've never I've, I'm a Nigerian Nigerian <laughs> yeah. household you yeah. can't it's very hard to attempt that even at yeah. this age uh, 28 so I've never I've never tried to do that uh, and the walls, walls are too thin yeah you go so, you go to the cafe um, for that don't you but both ways <laughs> yeah yeah <exactly. laughs> Let's go, Briggs. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Understood. Understood. But I've, I've, I've always wanted to have a pet. Even that, I think, is too much to bring as a companion in a, in a Nigerian household. Yeah. What would you like? I've always wanted to have like I've always wanted to have a turtle. Oh. <laughs> I, I think that's like very low maintenance, from what I hope. Yeah. That's how how I would treat it. Um, I read, I don't know if this is true, you can keep turtles in the fridge. I don't know if that's... Oh! Is that, is that true? I've never heard it before, but I mean, I, I'm not an expert. There's literally only one way to find out. <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> I heard they like to... You can't, like, they're not a permanent home, but they like to chill out there sometimes. Oh, my God. I had an incident two days ago where something's gone wrong. I found a slug in my fridge. Oh no. oh no! I was a slug got in a the slug fridge. in the fridge. What does that mean? Are you buying like farm fresh veg? That's what the what you want to hope is that the veg you're buying is so fresh that it still has you know like and so free yeah, of pesticides. Like, it's still got a few of the creepy crawlies around it, and they are um they've just they've just you know just moved around a bit. No, I've got a slug problem outside of the fridge. What I think it means is I've reached something like that scene in Jurassic Park where the slugs can open doors. <laughs> yeah, like I think I think it's got this. It's got ex- disposable farm. This stops disposable farms. It's got um, disposable. <laughs> yeah, it's got fun. It's, it's got, got fun work now. That's work, yeah. yeah, clever girl. Yeah, yeah. It's eating from the fridge and then it's hitchhiking out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and is it on the lettuce or is it choosing sort of a, a an unorthodox food to sort of munch on? Upsettingly, Michael, it was in the mushrooms and very nearly got cooked as oh. a mushroom. Oh! If you can imagine oh the shriek that I made when you're about to pick up a mushroom and then you realise it's a slug. Awful, awful, oh my awful. Anyway, let's not distract. It's also the shriek I make when I pick up a mushroom. I, <laughs> you know I mean, yeah, yeah. You might occasionally accidentally eat one inside a Greg steak bake, but apart from that, uh, yeah. keep those away from my plate. I can tell you, exactly. I, I can answer your question, by the way. Um, uh, tortoises and turtles can hibernate in the fridge, but they say you need a separate fridge. Don't do it in the fridge where your food is because it's not hygienic. Don't, don't want to mistake it for a lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine the shriek then. That Imagine be, that shriek. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say this lettuce sandwich is a bit hard. <laughs> Chewing on this for ages. Oh. Tastes like a ninja turtle.
let's solve some other people's problems. Let's let's see if we can't uh, solve some beefs. Tom, do you want to start? I will. I can. This is a part workplace, free range, hotel mate, international Kobe beef. <laughs> this is me. Listen, I, I run this podcast with you. I don't understand what that means. Is this the kind of thing? Listen, I didn't, I didn't write the title of this, of this beef. This is Beth's own work here. Great. But I thought okay. as she's put so much effort into the title, I've got to include it. Okay. I think we're looking at some yeah. kind of hotel situation. We'll find out. This is from Beth. Via pappiesflatshare at gmail.com. Get in touch. Dearest pappies, an illustrious guest. Oh, not bad. Not bad. He'll take illustrious at 20 past nine in the morning. (laughs) I am writing for your honourable and most worthy advice on a beef that took place on a recent work trip to Japan. Now that the novel virus is behind us, or we are indeed just ignoring it, I imagine that's... Is that COVID? That's the one, yeah, yeah, yeah. My work, I've heard of it. My yeah. work trips have come back. This mostly entails small groups, two to four people, travelling to Japan for two weeks at a time where we run training courses with industrial partners. We're not talking big cities like Tokyo or Kyoto, much smaller towns where there is practically no English spoken and as hard as I have tried, my Japanese pretty much is constrained to introductions a la year eight French lessons and being able to be polite in restaurants and shops. As colleagues, we spend a lot of time together on these trips, though in separate meetings through the day with different cohorts for training, there is a lot of time spent together. There is the drive to and from work every day, which is at least one hour of car-based small talks each day. Look at the traffic, the weather's nice, wonder what that sign says. <laughs> it's not something you want to hear <laughs> if someone's driving the car. That big red sign. <laughs> Godzilla. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> 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 Japanese something, yeah. We, of course, have dinner together. Dining out is sometimes hard with the language barrier, and so company makes it easier. So at least two hours of chat a night. How many siblings do you have, etc.? Uh, this tastes nice. I wonder what that sign says. At the weekends, we go on walks, trips to see the local sites. A lot of walking along the river, in parks, and looking round shops. As I said, not big cities, so not a ton to see or do. And therefore, lots of small talk to generate. Isn't that tree pretty? What a nice view. Wonder what that sign says. To the beef. We are, for these two weeks, colleagues and in a ride share and flatmates sharing a hotel though thankfully not a hotel room. And we're dining together often and spending free time together at the weekends too. It's a lot of chat to generate. And I do my best and we talk about all sorts. There is one time though I would rather be alone. For me, the start of my day enjoying a hotel breakfast, reading a book or listening to a podcast, I downloaded a six-month backlog of pappies for a two-week trip, is a nice, gentle start to the day, and I'd rather do that alone so I can gear myself up for a busy day. I live alone at home, and spending this much time with others is a bit overwhelming, not to mention that before my morning coffee, I can only be so polite." I find no way of letting my colleagues know of this desire to be alone over breakfast, though without coming off as an arsehole. 
We have to go pr- to breakfast as it opens at half six as we're picked up at seven. So I can't stagger when I go. If I go in first, my colleague will sit at the same table as me. There are no tables for one, so there is always room for them. If I go later and don't see them, they will call me over and I feel too rude to deny their invitation oh. for joining them. Or, as has happened twice now, they move to my table. If I don't go to breakfast, then I go hungry and it's a long time till lunch. Dearest pappies, how do I set boundaries without coming off the rudest of the rude? No amount of me wearing headphones, carrying a book, or just not sitting with them seems to have done the trick. I've just finished the first of four two-week trips I'll do over the next six months, so I need to figure this out. Thanks in advance, Michelle. Wowie. It's a tricky one. My first thought is... It might be time for the Mark Wahlberg routine. You might have to be, might have to be a 2.30 waker just so you can get your little podcast time. Also, you know, you can fit in gym time, make a movie, do Transformers 4. You know what I mean? You can fit in a lot of time if yeah. you start waking up at 2.30 before breakfast. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. just a little bit earlier. Have your alone time then. Have Yeah, you're saying start the day earlier, have the alone time then you're, you're you're fresh as a daisy. If she needs that alone time and she doesn't want to offend her her colleagues, I think you might just have to start your day a bit earlier. Could you call for room service? That's what I was going to wonder. Could you yeah. could you have yeah. a breakfast room service, or could you over dinner take a doggy bag and just have leftovers for breakfast? I know it's not that's a that's a bit less dignified sitting there, you know, eating a bit of last night's, you know, whatever it would be. I mean, I. I Whatever Japanese cuisine it might it might be, I don't know how well it travels. Leftovers for breakfast feels like a bit of a yeah. Fucking, if you're not hungover, like great solution, does it? Oh uh, well, yeah, it is my favourite. Could she com- could she communicate? Well, none of us use that option. None of us. Uh, <laughs> none of us <laughs> no, was like, no, oh, conversation. <laughs> could she tell the truth? Okay, okay, right. We'll, we'll do a little role play now. I am the slightly overly keen workmate, Michael. You're going to be. Tell me about it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> guys, we have to record at nine fifteen this morning. <laughs> There's literally no other option. I have a hard out at ten fifteen. I need to go to work. Um, well, I've got a hard on at nine fifteen, but I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like, so I, I, I've seen you. You know, you're, you're sitting mm-hmm. at your own table. I'm like, no, no, come over and sit with me, or I'm, I've come over to sit with you. How do you, how do you broach it? I might do a little cough, cough sort of charade. Just like, oh, I'm sick. I, I need this space <laughs> to my. Oh, if, if we're going for honesty. Yeah, or are we what, we're looking for a solution no, no, no. for me to? You can you can come up with it. You can. It's absolutely at this current point, Michelle has nothing. So whether we're going for honesty <laughs> or we're going for some sort of ruse, that's all absolutely fine. It's all on the okay. table currently. Cough, cough works maybe two days in a row. Yeah, she she's that's got six it. months. Let's, six months yeah. of trips here. Yeah, I'm sick every morning. Yeah. Also, if it's a buffet breakfast, that is is, is I don't think that also yeah. brings its own problems. This feels like route one. But if I'm going away on a trip with someone, it's you're, you're basically one ripping the plaster off chat right at the start of the trip. And actually, I think if someone gave me that chat, I think they're a bit of a legend. I, I don't. I think it's quite a it's quite a cool thing to say. Like you get in the car to go to the airport right at the start of the trip, and you go, 
Hey, legends. Can't wait for the next two weeks. I'm great at the bar in the evenings. I can't wait for dinner with you guys, but I'm just going to say it right now. You try and talk to me before half seven. I have breakfast on my own. I have my coffee, but from half seven onwards, let's go. I'd be like, fucking fair play. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, that person has done it. And, and it's not like, it's not halfway through the trip where you're like, you've had, it feels like you've had a bad breakfast yeah. and you're bored of them. It's like, I want to do dinner with you. I want to do that with you. But from half seven onwards, otherwise, just leave me at, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on my own for breakfast. Everyone got that? Great, let's go. I agree with that. But also, if you start a conversation with Hey Legends, I probably immediately hate you. But apart from, <laughs> apart, from that, <laughs> apart from that, is this, is this why you've never offered us tour support? Then? <laughs> Everyone else said that was perfect, but yeah, yeah, it's like a high energy, positive chat right at the start of the trip and then it's like anyone else got any order of business you know like you know like what it makes you feel like then is the old pro you get to go like now look these trips get long blah 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 anybody got you know if you don't want to be talked at a dinner or whatever i get it i'm gonna say my thing my thing's breakfast if you know if you just let me have my breakfast then we're gonna have a great day together from then on clive what about you okay you like feet? Cool. Okay, what about you? Okay. And it's like you just gotta you kinda make it like a bit of a group thing in the cab on the way to the airport. And it's like, okay. You what you do is you kind of best manner a stag it. Right. Or you like you it's like you treat it like you're maid of honour at a hen, kind of it's that kind of energy that you have to just summon up in the cab on the way to the airport. Yeah, I think this could be I genuinely I think the the truth in a in a palatable way is probably the best way around us. In life, and that, I mean, basically, that's the advice we give for every problem at the end. <laughs> the truth in a reasonable way, isn't it? That's not what, that's what we're looking for. <laughs> it does make for quite a short podcast. That's anything. <laughs> the other route, if you really can't say it, is: Do you go down the line of a comedy T-shirt? <laughs> As in, like a "Don't talk to me till I've had my coffee" T-shirt. Oh boy, oh. legends or oh, legends? You get one that says, "I'm with stupid," and then nobody would want to sit next to you because nobody wants to be <laughs> stupid. One that says, I, I, "I'm also sat across from stupid." As well, <laughs> sorry, uh, boob inspector. Is this, is this okay? because? <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. So I reckon that might be the way to go because no one wants leftovers for brekkie. No, no, no. I, I, even as I was saying it, I was thinking oh, that's a it's a bad idea. <laughs> Sitting on your own, hold up, eating like a, a little bit of like I don't know, a bit of old dried out sushi. <laughs> I mean, it, it just doesn't it doesn't bear thinking about. You don't want to live like that. No, 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 no. You know, you you, you don't want to live like that. Uh, and I, I, yeah. So I think absolutely, you have to just be. You have to just be brutally. Uh, not brutally honest. You have to be c- honest in a, in a kind and measured and, uh, and and a loving way. Yeah. I do find it mad though that that this person like what what's going on in this other person's life that they're so desperate to spend all their time. You know, have they not have they not got a book or a podcast or you know uh, somebody else on the trip they want to chat to? Like, is there no one else? It just final feels- option. Final option that I'm calling teenager on the bush option. Yeah, is if you've got six months of pappies downloaded and in your arsenal, then 
you could just sit there with the phone on the table with it playing loud and then no one will come anywhere near you that is yeah. that is a service that we can provide for you absolutely right get yourself a little bluetooth speaker you'll have one morning where they think oh i'll sit down and listen to this with you and then you'll be <laughs> in the clear for about <laughs> six months you'll get five minutes at most <laughs> and that is a service we provide to you dear listeners you know i think that's a brand yeah we're an audio force field <laughs> we've often said it I think that's it I think that's a good I mean I think honesty especially in the morning maybe it's just a custom thing they just assume everybody wants to be talking in the morning what you just gotta let them know my brain don't work until a certain time yeah 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 Yeah. that's it 10.15 like me and Clarky used to live together when we were starting to do pappies and you know Ben had just like not want to talk to me when we weren't on stage together or you know and, and I'd respect that you know he'd just you know he'd just you know he'd, no eye you know, contact yeah. no acknowledgement whatsoever you know and I respect that because he, he valued what we had on stage together do you know what yeah. I mean so it was just made it just made that bit on stage all the better just wanted to capture that yeah save it for the public don't waste the gold over breakfast mm. was awkward when we had to chat about the washing up on stage though and <laughs> <laughs> <Headed> chickens <laughs> That's why we do the podcast. Beef solved. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Right, who's got the next beef? Michael. My flatmate, also known as my mother, she is a bit of a hoarder. She does like to bring things into the house. I don't necessarily think they belong there. Uh, it's it's always, it's always weird. Like she bought a bathtub. Uh, and well, we, you do need yeah. you need one of those, right? Surely. <laughs> <laughs> she's got, like, what she's is got a sink. There's a she's fridge. Just there's a bath in it. <laughs> like waterworks. Like toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's there's a bathtub in the garden, right? We have oh, a bath. Oh, okay. okay. It's one of the, she's. She's going last of the summer wine on this, is she? Okay, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> or is she just hinting? My mother's, <laughs> she's a very future plan type person. I'm going to bring this in and that like, we're going to use it later type thing. Like mm. we have lifts to an attic. We don't have an attic. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like a, one of those stairs that was going to connect to an attic type thing. I've seen we that, don't have yeah. one. So <laughs> I just, uh, it's like, it's very future plan based type things that she's bringing into the house she's a very aspirational woman very, very I like aspir- it. but i don't i still <laughs> i still think we're gonna just get an attic out of nowhere so I, I i just i just i worry about this 
Mom, have you bought a trophy cabinet? Okay, okay. I respect it. I respect it. Chortle noms are coming out next month. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. got a few big dreams. You know, she's thinking big. She's thinking one day I'm going to have an attic and one day I'm going to have an alfresco bath. Yeah, I think, nice. I think I think I think what she wants is an extension out into the. <laughs> you, you put the bath there, and then you build around it. Yeah, maybe she's hinting at my, my current financial status to not be able to afford the extension. Maybe she's she's gradually collecting an entire house for you. <laughs> and the last the step start. is uh, like a wife. And then, and then, and then she brings that in late. Just during during Liverpool Luton, that's that's uh, when, when <laughs> sat in the back of the garden, garden. Yeah. like a like, like a flake advert. <laughs> Clarky, you you had a hoarding uh, family. Would you safely say your parents' house? I have. Yeah, absolutely. There, were, there was piles of shit in your house all the time. <laughs> oh, there, there there still is. Yeah. The one thing they refused to hoard was Clarky himself, though. <laughs> they couldn't wait to get rid of it, to get yeah. rid of him. <laughs> Release that into the world. Um, but I've been reading. There's this Japanese lady, and she's very oh, much like, if it don't bring you joy, let it go. I remember Marie remember Kondo. This. Yeah, Marie yeah. Kondo. Marie Kondo. It doesn't spark. Although, do you know the story about Marie Kondo? Like, What's it's that? like if it doesn't spark, if it's not used for, it doesn't spark joy. Get rid of it. She's since her book came out. I think she's had kids. Okay. and has really changed <laughs> I, I genuinely think I might be getting this wrong but I think she's had kids and she's like yeah alright okay but like, uh, yeah. my house is full of shit now I've got kids my bad I thought you were going to go well these don't bring me joy. so I'm that's where I thought you were going with that hey how much joy is this kid sparking my, my kids are both uh, are both in, incredibly joy sparking and incredibly useful in that I've got them I've actually they're, they're actually producing this podcast. <laughs> we've got to do it before uh, before ten fifteen. That's nap time. Otherwise, uh... I had a very similar chat in the in a cafe the other day where I said to someone, "Because we've just had two kids, and it's like it's a game changer." Put it that way. And I was in a cafe talking to this other mom who had like two kids around her. And I said, yeah, but the thing is, Philip Perry in her book says like the way you should talk to a kid, and the mom just leaned in and went. Philippa Perry only had one kid. She don't know shit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Whoa. But I knew exactly where she was coming from. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So Maria Kondo's worked out. (laughs) It's very... (laughs) I think so. I have a... a, You know, I might might be getting that completely wrong, but I I think there was a a point where she was like, actually, I've had to slightly... You know, there's a bit bit of movement on on my rigorous methods now that I've got kids in my life. Is there is there an argument, Michael, that you start to out hoard your mom so that when she has the chat with you, you can have the chat with her? So yeah, it's like, you know, that's interesting. She buys a bath, you buy a fucking bigger bath. Yeah, you <laughs> buy some stairs, you buy a, you know whatever, and then she's like, "Whoa, the Chicago way." <laughs> yeah, she's like, "You're bringing all this shit home," and you're like, "Mom, yeah, let's yeah. talk about it. We need to declutter together. I'll get rid of that that I brought home last week. I'll get rid of the barrel. You get rid of the bathtub or whatever it is." And it's like <laughs> you, you kind of fucking de- you de-escalate together. It's like the nuclear kind of stockpiling. Yeah, I was thinking I bring in a surplus of turtles. Right, <laughs> we're, we're gonna need a bigger fridge. Pop them in the bathtub. And then we're in That's the bathtub, it. and then now there's co- two conversations that need to be had. It's like you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so I think so. Like basically, what you said, I, you know, I bring in a surplus of something, she brings in a surplus of something, yeah. and then you know the turtles can be the mediator. 
and then we just have the, the <laughs> conversation. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I think that's the way you got to go. You got to fight fire with fire. Yeah, you got to go to a bring and buy sale or some kind of shit. I agree with you, mum, but you've got to run it past my boys, and then you bring out your turtles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's see what the committee think of this. Let's see what Donatello? the house committee think of this. Donatello, Michelangelo, do you have any have any, any thoughts? You, you know, Raphael, you've been awfully quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a sec, he's frozen solid. <laughs> Don't ask Michelangelo, he's pissed again. <laughs> Who left him in the wine cooler? <laughs> Have a Google, Crosby. Can you keep uh, turtles in the bath, uh, in the garden? That feels good, doesn't it? Okay, can you keep a turtle in the fridge? Uh, can you keep a turtle in the bath? Can you put? It says, can you put a turtle in the bath? Let's have a look. Um... They can harbour salmonella bacteria, which can make humans very ill. So it's important you you do not bathe your turtle in the sink or bathtub. But I can keep them in the fridge? Yeah, well, it's got to be a separate fridge. It's got to be a separate turtle fridge. But I think, actually, that's why you've you've got a separate bathtub. You've got the turtle bathtub in the back garden. You've got a human bathtub in the house. You've got the turtle fridge. Yeah. Exactly. And the attic stairs, that's a little playground. Duplicates of everything. I think the, the answer to this is get yourself a turtle. Get yourself multiple turtles. I mean, that's it. There we go. Beef solved. I feel like a weight's off my shoulders. <laughs> and onto your mothers. <laughs> Hello. Hope you're all well. I have a beef with my boyfriend of almost two years. After our first date, I went back to his, in brackets, slag. And he had a very... <laughs> I, I just really what's been given to me. And fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Can we have that again? I... I I thought I'll briefly check the cricket score, and then I and then I, I, I dropped out for two seconds, and then I heard that, and I was like, I've missed I've missed something crucial here. I think our friend Grace has gone back to her boyfriend when she first met her boyfriend. She went back to his on the first date, and has and has called herself a slag. That wasn't oh. Michael. That wasn't Michael editorialising. That wasn't him going actually. I thought that was Cockney rhyming slang or something. I don't know, slag. I don't know. No, I think she <laughs> all this time. <laughs> Mate, someone should have taken you to one side and told you that. He had a very bare flat and two lazy boys instead of a couch. Two lazy boys. Oh, like as in... Yeah. Like in Friends, yeah. Yeah, we go back with Chandler. The Joey Chandler method. There's a lot going on here. Okay, he said he hadn't long moved in and he was excited to decorate. Almost two years later and the flat is in the same state. (laughs) And he said he said that just to impress me. (laughs) <laughs> his mum has been saying the full time he can have their couch when they buy a new one but it's a bright red leather suite which I hate and they also haven't bought a new couch yet I'm thinking two lazy boys as human beings <laughs> oh, actually, right. not as in it, um, yeah actually that I, makes it a much that makes it a much funnier situation <laughs> he lives with these lazy boys <laughs> and he won't throw them out two lazy boys with a slag it's a hell of a sitcom <laughs> yeah it's a good podcast actually I listen to that <laughs> wasn't, wasn't that our working title for battle <laughs> uh, I'm refusing to move in until this is no longer the case which he thinks is out of order help cheers grace smiley face wow Wow. A lot going on there from Grace. Thank you for that message, Grace. So here's the question I want to know, which we won't know, is what's Grace's living arrangement? What's what's her setup? What's she leaving in order? Because the thing is, what you have to hope for in a relationship is they're going to provide you with a better life than your current life, right? 
That's yeah. the reason to get into a relationship. And it's not, not, just, not to make it purely selfish because you're going to do that for each other. But it sounds like whatever situation Grace is in right now is not as good as the relationship she's thinking about. I mean, it's two years, isn't it? Really? You should be moving in together, no? Yeah, do you, do you think that's it. Do you think scorched earth policy, find a brand new place that you can decorate together? What's really going on here? What do those lazy boys represent, right? That, those lazy boys represent a lifestyle, don't they? Two people don't fit on a lazy boy. One person, one single lad having the time of his life fits on a lazy boy. <laughs> one absolute bachelor dude that, you know, his refusal to go from the lazy boy lifestyle to the to the sofa, yeah, you know, it, that, that next chapter in his life, that's what's really going on I here. see what you're saying. Right? That's what's really going on here. Like, is he still on the apps? Let's ask the question. <laughs> you know, is he still on the apps? Yeah, yeah. It's spicy. Is that what's really going on here? Rather than, you know, because, you know, there's a lot of fun in the lazy boy lifestyle. But what Grace is symbolizing, saying when I move in, we're going from lazy boy to sofa. That's... It's a productive man. Yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. right. That's it, you know? Lazy boy, that's a, that's a recliner, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a recliner, yeah. That's it. Yeah. I mean, you could just get a two-person recliner. If he really wants to recline and she wants a couch, can't you just... This is it. But this, I think, the pro of course, the problem here, of course, is with the boyfriend. He crucially doesn't want to get the two-person recliner. It's, just, it's, it's commitment, isn't it? It's, mm. it's, commitment, it's commitment to a brand new life. It's commitment to, to the life of a person in a relationship. You're right. He's living. He's trying to have his cake and eat it too. He's trying to keep her as separate as his two lazy boys. But also, Grace is saying, like, Grace said, I won't move in until you change... Yeah. No. Love is not love which alters when it alteration finds. Do you, you know, Grace, you've, you, you've fallen in love with a lazy boy. Do you have to accept that, that, you know, he's a lazy boy? This is the way you go. He's a recliner. You know what I mean? Hey, listen, the, the only problem with that is, no offence to Michael who is in his 20s, but if, if you're looking around for males in their 20s who are fully formed men, your, your dating pool becomes very, very small. <laughs> you know, I think that's the that is the problem. I'm wearing a cardigan. I'm very. He's up at nine thirty in the morning. <laughs> He's a refined gentleman. He's facing the best part of the day. I'm gonna buy at least five turtles, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a matter of time though before that cardigan becomes a dressing gown and you are splinter <laughs> surrounded by your turtles <laughs> once that cardigan lengthens and then you, you you essentially become splinter that's what that's how I pictured it living in a sewer yeah, 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 yeah. your mom dressed as April O'Neil too far I guess so too far yeah. <laughs> now it seems um, also like the mum has been trying to get involved trying to make him grow up as yeah. well yeah so this red leather suite that's reared its ugly head that's that's hanging over you like a like a guillotine or something you don't want that so so hang on so grace doesn't want he, he's been offered a red leather sofa grace doesn't want it grace doesn't want it does he want it uh, i don't think he wants it particularly either no i'll have it <laughs> <laughs> Actually, what, what's your mum doing with that bathtub in the garden? Harry wants that as well. Also, the mum hasn't bought a new couch herself yet, so she was willing. She really wants her son to be in this relationship. It sounds like. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, but it's like you, it's like you say. If the mum's not buying a new couch, how can you possibly expect the son to? You know, blame the parents. Is she a lazy girl? <laughs> Is this what we're establishing? <laughs> Are you currently in a lazy family? 
have you ha- hitched yourself to a lazy family and you're a you know you're a you're a, you sound like you're a go-getter uh, you're Grace, not a recliner you're not a recliner you want to move on with your life there's two things you can do you can either move in and just start changing his life for him right oh, that in that is <laughs> let's face it that's what happens <laughs> but it's it is a good thing um, what what you, you you run into though is that the guy will be like right well this is how life is now and does nothing ever oh, yeah. and you end up doing all of the work and that's what you don't want to get yourself into that situation but you you have to you have to be the you know you you might have to just get in there boot him up the arse and going right come on we're off down wherever you're going to buy your 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 sofa whether it's the British Heart Foundation or Harrods, you know, I don't know what the situation is. <laughs> uh, do you know what? He's already got a couple of lazy boys. I reckon we're looking at John Lewis. Whoa. Yeah, do you think so? He's, he's going, he's going yeah. Johnny Lou. Lazy boys aren't cheap, man. I tell you what, Johnny. A, he's got a couple of lazy boys a in Johnny there. Johnny Lou sofa, oh, no, though, man. That's it. That's gonna oh, put no. you. That's gonna put you back. But but listen to this though. Sell the lazy boys. That's the first step. That finances the sofa, it gets the space for it. And once those are gone... Clarky, are you in the market for a couple of Lazy Boys? Is that where this is <laughs> Grace, get back in touch. I'll have the red leather sofa. Clarky will have the couple of Lazy Boys. We're all sorted. Michael's mum will have his bathtub. <laughs> yeah. Bish, bash, bosh. We're gum tree in this situation. <laughs> is there an argument, Grace? Again, without meaning to get too personal. Why don't you... Organise an evening where you could show him the time of his life on a sofa. Whoa. You know what I mean? And you get to say, look, man, how much more fun is a sofa than a lazy boy? And then he's like, do you know what? Because let's face it, sofas are amazing. Yeah, sofas are great. So- sofas really cool. are fucking great. I'm sat on you one right do, now. You know. I love it. <laughs> there you go. I would be sat on one if I could fucking get that out my hands on that red leather one that I'm after. <laughs> it, it, only half fit, it only half fit in my shed, but I'd give it a go. But, think, you know, you get to go, look, uh, this is how good, the, this is how much better a sofa is. You can do all sorts on a sofa. I think that's the best way. You've got to try and convince rather than manipulate or, or force the situation. Yeah. I mean, because how much do people yeah. really change? That, that's the big question here. This is the big question. Yeah. Well, this is what your mom keeps asking you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> how, how much can people change their bed sheets? Come on, mate. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think that's it. Like, how you have to ask yourself, Grace, how much do people really change? And you know, is this sofa just the first step to anything else down the line in this relationship? You know, how much are you willing to compromise and put up with? How much is he willing to compromise and put up with? Yeah. How much sort of cajoling are you prepared to do to, you know, you're, 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 butting, you're butting up against his, his, his personality. So you've got, you've had, you know, two years. Final question, completely unfurnished flat with nothing but a couple of lazy boys in there. Is he a serial killer? <laughs> that's, the, that's the other thing I'd like to flag up. Check the fridge. <laughs> How many decapitated turtles are in there? <laughs> but I think even serial killers can change, right? Come on, got it. You know, come, come on, on. Let's, let's give him, give him a chance. Yes, he may have murdered in cold blood on several occasions, more than three. But come on, 
don't we all deserve a second chance? You keep writing those letters, Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> You're a great pen pal. You're a great pen pal. I'm six months away from a conjugal visit. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm bringing my sofa. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, what can we? What have we got to a beef solved on this? I don't think we have, because I, because I, I, because crucially, I just don't know enough information. But he, uh, you know, he sounds like a total deadbeat, Grace Stumping. Anyway, beef solved. Well, Michael, thank you so much for coming on the pod. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. What are you going to do with the rest of your day now you've got the whole day ahead of you? <laughs> I have no idea, man. I've no, this is uncharted territory, really. Uh, time, time for a garden bath? Hey. <laughs> it's not a bad day, you know. It's quite, it's quite nice out. Nice you know, just get, get the hose going and, uh, yeah, enjoy yourself. Well, uh, what a pleasure. Where can people find you? Where can people see you? Uh, uh, you can find me on Instagram, Mike Odawale Comedy. Uh, I'm going on tour later this year, uh, September, Thoughts on Shuffle. Uh, that's the name of the tour. And you can buy tickets on the on, on my website, on, in link in my bio. So I'd uh, love to see you guys there. Great. Tour support by Pappies. Legend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've the been... least committal hey I've ever heard in my life. Hey, well, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. <laughs> suddenly, suddenly we're blocked on every platform. Michael uh, Wale and the Legends feels like a sixties, uh, like a soul. <laughs> oh yeah, we could be like Gina Washington and the Ram Jam Band. Absolutely, yeah. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Um, and Michael, what a, what a pleasure having you. Have a great day, man. Oh, thank you guys for having me on, man. It's been a treat. Don't forget beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com or as Pierre Nevelli might put it, send us your beefs, you whining fucks. Michael Odawale there showing us how it's done. Very Go good. Go and check him out live. He is, uh, yeah, fantastic. Um, Clarky, you got anything exciting coming up? <laughs> <laughs> Tom, of course I don't. <laughs> okay, um, well... Um, Please stay in touch, support the Patreon, and otherwise, have a lovely time. Uh, today's episode was produced by Emma Corsham. Corsham, Corsham team. team. And cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.